This is the Douglas Robin Show. Welcome to Douglas Robin's Den of Discussion video blog number six. Today we're going to discuss um, the writing process and how that unfolds for me and uh, maybe a few suggestions for you. Um, so generally I like to get up in the morning if I can, five, six o'clock if I'm able to. Uh, you know, I do usually a little stretching, a little meditation to clear my mind and go up and to my office here and write. It's the clearest time of day. You're not bogged down with thoughts of the world, with news, with Facebook, with anything else that's going on in your life. It's really the purest time of day um, to access that intuitive, creative realm. Uh, so usually I try to write at least a couple hours in the morning if possible. Sometimes it's even just a half hour, but it continues the process. And what it really does is, is, is it teaches the subconscious to be prepared. Um, and that subconscious taps into that larger realm um, of information. And that's where I think the most writing comes. Once you get into the day or when I get into the day, it's, I don't find it as easy to write because now I'm thinking about work. I'm thinking about bills. Uh, I'm thinking about other things that, that have come into my head that are now mixing with those thoughts that are trying to come out creatively. So uh, again, I mean, if you're trying to write, the, the big difference between uh, completion and failure is consistency. We all must be consistent on whatever project it might be to conclude it now, writing novels is, is a big beast of a mountain. Um, and this is why we must be, you know, stalwart, consistent, focused. And there are days where the piece will go flat and you question your sanity for even uh, undertaking this. Um, and it's fine to leave it for a few days. I find that it's actually very important to leave pieces sitting, almost like a plant. You can't keep watering it all the time. It, 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 you can kill something or suffocate something by giving it too much or forcing it to, to come to fruition. I have a piece I'm working on right now. The, the one character is, has caused me a little bit of, of trouble. And I basically just backed away. I, I looked at it the other day. Some days you look at a piece, it made total sense the day before, but today it seems like a total alien stranger that you have no idea what you're doing with it or why. Um, and, and this is when you have to back off of that scene or that piece altogether, just give it some, some life, give it some light, give it some time to breathe. And really what this is also doing is allowing that subconscious to start knowing who these characters are. What is this scene about? It's not always the analytical mind. Once you have it rolling, second, third, fourth, fourth draft, yes, the analytical mind can help. Okay, you gotta edit this out. You gotta get rid of this, this line, this scene, this paragraph. But in the earlier process of the story, that's harder to do. You know, you get maybe the first draft, you're throwing whatever down, 
But that second draft or whatever you want to call that, that's where that confusion is, is where's the time frame here? Who is this person really? Um, so I find that it's quite good um, and helpful to leave a piece for a while. For instance, Stephen King has a ritual of writing a draft and then leaving it for a month. And basically you come back to it with fresh eyes. So now you're seeing as more as a reader now than this, this writer that has something, you know, a vested interest in it. Um, so I try to be consistent with writing, though I don't always write every day, though I, that sometimes drives me a little mad because I would, oh, you're on the verge of something. And the brain will basically slow you down and say, okay, let's take a moment here. Back off. You're too obsessed with that finished line, that crossing the finish line. And, and writing is, my goodness, the finish line is a very small piece of the writing process. So it's often, it's like a zen-like state. You just have to keep staying in it because the more pressure you put on it, the more it squeezes that sacred funnel from coming into your life and that information starts getting smaller and smaller until you reach that day of going, what the hell is this story about? So I would say to beginning writers, you know, middle writers, um, just be consistent, keep at it. Um, you know, how many people I'm sure have said to you, oh, you should write my story. I have a great story for it. Well, I think it was Elizabeth Gilbert or Ange Patchett who said, you know, you wouldn't walk up to someone and say, hey, take my child. This is my baby. You're going to do much better with this than I am. Well, no, nobody wants your child, lady. Um, so I would, you know, honor yourself. Everyone has a story to tell. Everyone has many stories to tell. But the problem is we don't have time for everyone else's stories. We have time for our own stories. Um, so I would say be consistent with, with writing. It's the only way. Don't write a half hour once a month. Uh, it's not going to get you anywhere. And, and it's going to be frustrating. And it's going to seem like this beautiful hillside uh, off in the distance. We've got to keep walking to that hillside every day. And if you're not writing every day, you're thinking about it every day. Um, plenty of people have you set either goals of word count or time. Uh, I'm a time guy because I find that it's easier for me to sit in time. And I'm, I don't feel stressed that way. I don't feel anxious that way. I feel like I can be in the environment of the time. I can be environment of the space of the story. I can be in the environment of the heads of the characters and so on. Whenever I try to write word count per day, per hour, whatever it might be, it actually stresses me out because now I feel like, oh my God, I have to get there. I have to get there. I have to do 500 words this hour. I have to do a thousand words today, whatever. Um, that just for me forces me to write more words that maybe aren't good. Um, that's not what I'm trying to do. That doesn't work for me. Stephen King is famous for writing 3000 words a day. I don't know if that's finished, edited or what that even means, but um, you know, Dan Brown, the Da Vinci Code, he just writes, you know, seven, eight hours a day. He just simply sits and writes. Um, you know, there's a time for research. You obviously want to research your characters, research the environments they live in. You don't want to make up 
details that don't coincide with factual information. It just causes more trouble down the road. Um, so find what works for you and simply honor it uh, and try to keep at it as best you can. Consistency is key. If you tell your brain every morning, I'm getting up at 6 a.m. And, and write, your brain will most likely be ready for you. The subconscious will be prepared. The guides, the muses, they'll all be lined up because you are saying, I am coming to the table ready to work. Um, so I would certainly suggest you doing that. Would say another thing, you know, a lot of you know writers like to drink heavily or, or do party it up while they write, and, and I've done all that. And I would say I know it seems to to lower the defenses or lower the blocks or anything like that, and the, and the words just pour out. But the problem is, every time we do that, it's an inconsistent narration without it. So if you come to it with it, and then you're drink, you're not drinking, they become very different narrations. Uh, and not to mention when I used to party it up and I'd, I'd write several hours, but then the next day I would be shot or even for a couple days I would be shot. Um, so I would highly recommend not doing that. Hemingway was famous for not drinking at all during the writing session. Uh, he would go have some drinks afterwards, come back to it once again the next day. But what happens also is like, if you're drinking while doing it, okay, your first glass of wine or first beer, you're, you're pretty good. And then you start tanking. And then within, you know, half hour, hour, you're not writing anymore because you, you're too busy being, you know, affected by the alcohol or drugs or whatever you, you're doing. So I, I would say, honor this truth. This is not a truth because of drinking. This is not a truth um, uh, for drugs. This is a truth of purity of who you are. So I would highly recommend getting up, staying clean for that entire time. Coffee, sure, load up on that. Um, so I guess that's what I would say. And I would also say, lastly, um, some people outline are habitual outliners, and some people do a hybrid, and some people don't. Uh, once again, Stephen King, he's considered what a pantser, which means fly by the seat of your pants. The child is the same. Um, I usually don't outline, though it is very nice to have um, the end scene. So you essentially know where you're going. Uh, it's more problematic when you don't have that end scene. Um, and outlining can be very helpful sometimes. I, I certainly will write out um ideas of characters and ideas of scenes that have become sort of another file just for notes um but i i'm not a great outliner i'm trying to be honest to be better at it i mean jk rowling is an absolute master she has so many moving pieces and when you're writing those type of stories with so many pieces that are that are not linear um you absolutely probably have to outline and if you've ever seen some of her outlines they will make your head spin um so whatever works for you but do it you know do it do it do it this is yours this is your garden you must protect this garden
It is the same as protecting you, protecting your dreams, protecting your essence, protecting what means and matters to you in this life. So I would leave you with just be consistent with writing, research, protect it, write down ideas, do not leave them. You have some epiphany in the middle of the night, get up and write it down because it will not be there in the morning waiting for you. It has come to you, you honor it and go to it. And because you do that and more will keep coming. So that's it for me. Um, hope everything is well with you guys and you're staying safe out there. Um, so have a great day and thanks for watching. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Douglas Robbins Show. To find out more about Douglas and his books, check out douglasrobbinsauthor.com.